0: turn welcome back i turn 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 teachers and turn 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 here for another guest speaker episode at AOA Studios. If you're an artist, podcaster, or content creator of any kind, make sure you hit us up for a session or service at AOAstudios.org. Book your session today. I am joined today by not one, but two very special <laughs> guests coming from the uh, Merrimack Valley region of Massachusetts. Both these guys. We nice, have seven and eight. eight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We got the one and only Melks, the producer and believe the artists believe the impact and uh, these guys have a brand new project out called um over oh what is it called again I'm sorry o- overwhelmed, overwhelmed and, ambitious. and ambitious I almost said yes, overly sorry. ambitious I'm sorry <laughs> I knew it was over something overwhelmed and ambitious excuse me which is out now on all platforms and we're here to talk about it today amongst many other things so absolutely. guys welcome to the show so yeah, happy to have you, you both.
1: absolutely really bro, appreciate thank you for having this. us we appreciate
0: here. absolutely absolutely like I was saying this is long overdue to have both yeah. of you on i've been Facts. Been, it, it's almost like you know, I, you know, back in my days of you know recording at Nowhere Studios and all that, it almost became uh, a bit of an afterthought. I was like, wait, I gotta have, and then you hit me up. I'm like, why did I never have Melks on before? And it worked out because meeting you <laughs> yeah, through everything. Nowhere, yep. uh, it just it just made sense. So. It all came full circle, of course, you know? definitely so. did. Oh, of course. And uh, sometimes you get wrapped up in the grind, and then you're like, oh wait, I got some dope dope people in front of me that I haven't had on yet either. So, uh, but it worked out because you guys dropped this amazing project. I'm super stoked to talk about it. Um, thank you both it's, it's really it's a really thank nice God. body of work for sure for real because um, I've been a fan of both your works before and I know obviously you've both have been you know you, you obviously are a co-owner of nowhere studios yeah. and I know you're heavily involved there now as well so um, it's just it seemed like it made sense, but it's not something I ever expected, so um, I can't wait to dive into it and for the people to hear a little bit about it today. Uh, but first, if you're a fan of the Turntable Teachers, you know that we start with the objective. So we're going to talk about sort of how you got to this point now. We talk a little bit about the background of both of you um, and the objective. So Mel, I want to start with you, because um, I know you've obviously you grew up in Lawrence. Yes. And um, as I mentioned, you're a co-owner of Nowhere Studios. So kind of take me through your journey of being a producer and where how you got your started as a producer and then really up to you know this point you're at now is, is owning a, a, one of one of I think personally one of the best studios in the state. Thank you. Thank state.
2: you. I appreciate that. And I mean I owe that all to you know engineer uh extraordinaire John Glass so <laughs> Of course big shout out to John we love John um, over here. Man it's actually kind of funny cuz uh, I mean music wasn't something that I ever thought about growing up. It just so happens that uh, I had a couple of friends. They rap. They asked me what I wanted to do. I said I'll make beats, and that's it.
0: So I know, like you grew up next to Andre X, correct? Yes. So like around right on a Marble Lab, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we'll talk about a little bit too. And so I, I heard through the grapevine that and I don't know if this is sure or not that. Uh, when they would be making a lot of music at Andre's house, right? And you kind of were just, like, somewhat interested on, on, on the in, side. Yeah, in... yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. like, maybe peeking out the window, like, what's going on over there? It's so,
2: actually funny, because his father gave me my first computer that I used for I did hear production, that. So, yeah. <laughs> so. And it's funny, because me and Andre didn't actually um, work together back then. So it's just funny how he had his own thing going on, and then I started my own thing at the same time, so... Um, and then years later, just working on music and starting our own business as well, Marvel F, um, Marvel Ave Films. So, um, yeah, yeah, again, just all coming f- full circle, you know.
0: So totally, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no, he. Had, it's funny because he had uh, he had mentioned to me that yeah. That uh, his dad was the one that first gave me your first PC. That was actually a question I had a little bit later. So, but that's okay. <laughs> we're 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 in here. Um, and then, believe I know you grew up in Haverhill. Is that correct? Yeah, border race. Awesome. Amazing. So, for you, like, how did you start wanting to become an artist? And obviously, your your main genre that you do is hip hop, and you're a rapper. So, yeah. when did you start rapping? Like, how did sort of that whole oh, thing man. come to be?
1: Um, Rap kind of came out of curiosity, to be real I, I was always into music heavy Like, it came probably around Once I got out of high school, I'd say Once I got out of high school, right around that time um, I was making music Just kind of with one of my boys um, You know, he was making music I was making music And then, you know, I, I'd always been heavy into hip-hop Like, I was heavily influenced by, like The Drakes, the J. Coles, mm-hmm. the Kendricks Like, people like that Like, I was always tapped into the hip-hop side So, I always felt listening to music like I could do that too. Like, no, I never really had any influences to be like, you should make music. Like, he kind of had Andre's pops to be like, oh, he's making music. He gave me the computer to make music or like had influences for the music. Like, I didn't really have that much.
0: Nobody in your family that's like musical or musically gifted. I had an like uncle that. who
1: played the drums, but it was never on some like, come learn the drums or like, you should do right. music. Like, if anything, my choice of music was very like out of the ordinary, at least to that uncle. He was heavy into rock So I wasn't really like, Not that I didn't really Mess with rock But like It wasn't my main Listen You know what I mean I'm yeah. more of a hip hop head For sure So Getting into the hip hop scene Was just Kind of Like I, I can't even really Like it just it, It's the only thing That felt right Going on hip hop music Putting on those beats And it came from freestyling Just freestyling With my boys You know You know, you guys know how it is you know Yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, Yo let's miss some bars <laughs> And then it was kind of like Damn I'm really putting this together On the spot pretty quick just kind of like off the vibe and just catching Mm -hmm. stuff and you know practice and practice and practice and then after a while somebody was like yo bro like you're actually pretty good and then a little trial and error and eight years later here we are
0: that's what it takes sometimes right somebody to kind of almost give you that reassurance of like oh hey like this is kind of cool what you're doing like i feel like you should keep going with it or pursue it or whatever like and i think like sometimes that breathes some life and confidence into it. yeah yeah definitely Either especially if, being
1: yeah. young like young people for sure like if they don't have any like positive influences or positive like people around what they're doing like because creativity is all you know there's a lot of different things that people might not support and people are creative in all different ways but mm-hmm. music specific it's like everybody has this image of like if you do music like you gotta make it in the stats only a lot of people do it it's like outside of that like there's a creative process to it that i feel people gotta support a lot totally. especially being like People close to you, you know, like my brothers and my boys and my parents, like they were all down for it. They all inspired me till this day. So that was definitely helped me a lot. That helped me stay on track. Having people that were like, "Yo, we want you to drop music," like people around me asking me for music and people in my circle and building that organic fan base. Like, not even fan base support system of people that are around me. Right? You know what I mean? People no, who really to, support you to for who it. you are. It's like they mess with me as a person, but outside of that they really want me to pursue music because they know that I have a gift and they want me to do it because they, they,
2: you know? I feel like we're fortunate too in in the sense (sighs) that we were able to find our passion. You know what I mean? Totally. Oh, absolutely. You talk to a lot of people that kind of struggle even later in life where they're trying to figure out what it is that they like. And the fact that, you know, we kind of (laughs) stumble across this thing. Again, I wasn't even looking for it. And I've been... I've been doing it for a long time now, so yeah, the real. fact that you know I feel as passionate as I did back then when, when I started, so um,
0: yeah
2: yeah, very fortunate for sure
0: that's really interesting because I always a lot of the times it's funny how you two are almost in the same boat in that sense where it's like music didn't wasn't never like a, a thing you like sought out it kind of came to you and you just kind of embraced it yeah. I almost feel like that I hear the opposite all the time where it's just like, oh yeah, like I knew this was like I wanted to do something creative or I wanted to you know do music or i had this family member or friend that like you know roped me into it but i always had this passion for it it's like it seems as though it was really circumstantial for both of you but then like it's it's a it's a beautiful thing in that sense for it to like have manifested in the way that it has for both of you
1: yeah for sure honestly it very was i don't want to say coincidental but like like you said it kind of like fell into my lap like my mom listened to really good music uh-huh. but aside from that like it was just kind of like me just listening to music always being inspired by the music and just yeah. you know making your own choice for like like you said just being aware enough to be like damn i like this i'm gonna do this and i'm not gonna second guess it or not do it because i don't know if it's right or not i was sure. just like i am gonna just do it
0: yeah and here we are no i can totally relate to that as well because like i was you know growing up i was you know in high school college and even at to that to that point like I was the guy that, you know, if we were going to have a, if we had friends over or we were going to have a party or something like that, it was always like, who's got ox? And everyone would just point to me because they knew like I was like, I was that guy that always yeah, was dude. just like doing deep dives and I and I just was super nerdy. I'd be home on, you know, in high school and middle school, I'd be home on a Friday night, like not going out with anybody. I'd just be scavenging LimeWire and Napster yes, and iTunes yes, and all this yes. shit. To just find like you, whatever I could, whatever I, could, whatever I could get my hands Facts. on, and listen to that was like a little bit different. And then when people would be like, "Yo, like, what are you listening to?" I would like send people different stuff based on their tastes. And I was back in the day I was making you know mixes for people on oh, CDs man. and shit yeah, like that. That must you feel know, like, good, right? Yeah.
2: Like the fact that people put you in this pedestal of like, "Oh man, this is the music guy. That's the guy that we like need he to go knows to, good so. music."
0: Well, that's what I mean. That's that's, that's what I, when it came to full circle, me like starting this podcast four and a half years ago, it was like. You know, and once I actually got on the microphone and started talking about it, like I had same thing. Like I didn't have a fan base, quote unquote. Like it's not what it is today, but it's like I had a, you know, a, a core group supporters that were like, you know, and that would always be honest with me. They yeah. weren't. They were never like just bsing me. Like yeah, having you can't have a yes with No, it, no, sure. but you know, even the, during the moments where I was like, yeah, maybe like I don't want to do this. Maybe this is like not that I didn't want to do it, but like maybe I'm like ah, I don't know if this is like you. You have that like imposter syndrome like i had this conversation with key a little bit where it's like you know you kind of early on you maybe lose that confidence a bit and like there's like an imposter syndrome like this voice in your head like that's doubting you like oh maybe this isn't like meant for you right but that's like to have those people like no 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 you got something here like push it pursue it or like i had friends of mine that would say you know i love like you're so good on the microphone but like you need this you need like intro music you don't have intro music like you need better marketing like all that stuff like people in your corner that will yeah, tell it to you straight you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you want this to be something successful, like you have to actually like worry about more than just the product. And like, I'm glad that that's yeah. like, I had friends of mine that were like, that were marketing majors that like <coughs> were able to tell me that. So I can, I can relate to that on, on, the, on a lot of those levels too, or like it was accidental, but it, mm-hmm. you know, it was always like, yeah, you know it was in me it was in some way meant to happen yeah. yeah yeah i feel
1: like that played a big factor as far as like me when i first got into music because yeah. like you said based on like people were like all right you're the music guy i was that guy filling up people's ipods with live wire music <laughs> and like yeah. stuff like that so when i got on like i used to have people that followed me on soundcloud just for my likes and i if they're like yo what do you listen to i'm like go to my soundcloud likes and just go through oh. those so oh. i had like 80 followers on soundcloud back when soundcloud was soundcloud you know what i mean like back when it was like Everybody dropped their music on SoundCloud. So yeah. that was kind of my, like, my foundation, I guess you could say. Sure. I already had. So, like, right when I dropped, it was, like, it was it was, it was was pretty good motion. I'm not going to lie, like, like, for the beginning of, like, a music career, like, that motion was pretty good, like, off rip. Like, it was, like, at the high school, like, I had, like, 80 followers, dropped a couple tracks. <laughs> it was, like, I really felt like, damn, I'm doing this music stuff. And it was just kind of embracing that feeling yeah. and not really looking back. But I understand what you're saying as far as, like, having that voice in your head, like, you sure like is this worth it the third you're investing time energy mm-hmm. like everything into it it's yeah. like but then you got like without this i feel like i wouldn't be who i am i feel exactly. like it, i wouldn't feel complete if i wasn't doing this stuff because this is the stuff that makes me who i am you know yeah
0: right. i definitely don't have those feelings anymore no, I, no, just just, just to be clear as well yeah, yeah, like, no, I mean, no, I, i'm no, sure we're all in the yeah, same boat now with sure. where we're at like way in a too deep, deep. it's that to oh, like no way like that. that's it this is this is it you it's know a part of me Oh, absolutely!
2: I feel like all creatives go through that. As far as mm. like you know, that self doubt and, and and struggling with them. Do I want to keep going? I feel like that's and healthy. I, I feel like either. yeah, no, absolutely. Because like I, I feel like that's the that's the thing that that <laughs> separates a person that's really passionate about something. You know, when yeah. when they're 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 able to put all those voices to the side mm. and just keep going. I mean, you're faced with that crossroad
0: it. of like, do I continue or do I go down the path of like, I'm, there's so many people that unfortunately do stop. And sometimes- Talented, super talented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I a lot. So
1: I've seen it well, happen a lot. You see it in sports as well. I mean, yeah, I know facts. you being
0: an a you know, former athlete, like I, I'm sure you can relate to that as well. Like you see it all the time. Like you say, oh my God, this kid, dude, this kid was so talented at X or this sport or this art or whatever it is. And then to see the people stop. Um, it's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. like
1: It's but, hard. Honestly, one of my older brothers is like that like he was super good at baseball basketball he was a beast but he just like he stopped mm. honestly i have a couple boys like that too to yeah. be honest but like yeah luckily they found passions in other places but sure. like yeah it definitely to see sucks to see people like i don't want to say be a waste of talent because like i like you know that's if i'm if i'm being straightforward that's kind of what it feels like when people do something like that's like damn you're a waste of talent like you're you're gifted you should have kept doing it but it's like who am i to put this on somebody else and say, yo, this is good for you. You should do this. It's your lifestyle of the day. Like that's just my perspective on it, but
0: totally. It's
1: funny
2: funny that you say that because I feel like that's one of those things that through music, you learn so much just about life in general, as far as like even your perspective on things like what you just said about, you know, you see people that are talented, people that you love and you care for, and you see them kind of like, You know, veering left. uh, You know, instead of sticking the course, Um, and it kind of bothers you. But at the same time, you kind of learn, like, you know, not everything is meant for everyone. You know, so sure, um, and just understanding it and being able to accept that, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, so absolutely.
0: No, this is. I'm. I'm glad I opened this can of worms. This is a great conversation. Um, I'm curious how you two came to know each other and became acquainted?
2: Nowhere. Yeah, Nowhere, <laughs> yeah.
1: Stu- yeah, nowhere Studios. Uh, Community Tuesdays is where I originally met him, and yeah. I didn't think he was going to be how he was. I, th- I didn't know he was going to be, like, genuine and, <laughs> in a workhorse. I thought he was going to be, like, this, like, I don't want to say an asshole, but like, honestly, <laughs> like... Does Melks of give off uh, asshole vibes? No, no, not at all. Not at all. But on the community board, it's like, make sure your 808s are in key or Melks is going to call you out. And I was like, that was my first, like... That, that was the impression, first, yeah. Yeah, first impression of, like, even the name Melks. I was like, damn, who the hell is this guy calling people out? Like, and then I met him, and he's mad cool. I was like, oh, all right. That, that was out the window.
0: But... Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really funny. No, actually,
1: yeah. I got put into to Nowhere Studios, and then I met through Andre because Andre I l- met Andre through Short Fuse and then we all pulled up to the studio and that's where I met you mm-hmm. and then I booked with Glass and then just kept going to the studio and then mm-hmm. we did the bar out which the bar out became like damn that was pretty easy and efficient like cre- like our creative process was very organic and mm-hmm. I made that like known off for, like from the yeah. joke I didn't want to overthink the creative process like of making it oh is this does this sound good? Is this the, like is this what we want to do? Like I didn't want to be super picky. I wanted to just make music, and put it out because I didn't want to overthink. I've been done that so many times. Mm. Dropped a couple tracks, ghost away for a little bit, yeah. keep the image alive, but not really like pursue it hard. It was like I didn't want to. I didn't want that for myself because I knew where I was at. Like yeah. I had to put out a full like a nice little project. So we came together and just. Cooked up, cooked up, cooked up.
0: You just kept going with it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I might as well now move into. Uh, actually, no, but this is a good question. I think for the last one and the objective. So it's kind of obviously the start of your your guys's experience together. So you're, you've already kind of touched on on the question, but like, how has Nowhere Studios for both of you in a lot of ways become this like safe haven and creative like environment? And and I I've always loved what you guys admired what you guys have done with the Community Tuesdays. Like I always just. I thought that was just genius for you guys to do something like that. And like, look at this, like, I mean, you two are probably not the only story to come out of community Tuesdays. Like there's probably dozens at this point, but for both of you in your own like sort of ways, like how has that nowhere the, the sort of from the start of nowhere studios to like where it is now, like how has that uh, been such a uh, impactful space for both of you? I mean, the fact
2: that, that you're able to connect and, and build with people that, Potentially, you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it's the fact that you have the, the open floor to just be as creative as you want to. You know. So mm-hmm. um, and just the the opportunities that that creates. You know. As I said, it's like you we wouldn't have met otherwise, or if we would have had, we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have had the chance to to work on a on the bar out, which is a series that I have where I, you know connect with different artists and. Um, get to test the waters, I guess you could say. And, you know, so happens that me and him connected through nowhere and we decided to I sent them the beat and I think it was like a day or two, he already had it written. I had my camera with me, we shot it in the basement, you know, we that
1: was a fire shoot.
2: It it was also organic and, and a lot of that is what community day is, is about. You sure. Know? So total just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. So Yeah.
1: Go
0: ahead. No, no, I was going to say... No, go ahead. I was going to ask you the same question.
2: Community
1: Days was definitely, like, my intro into into Nowhere. But I, I will say, I felt like when I first went to studio, like Nowhere Studios, being that I'm, like... I don't want to... I'm, like... I'm competitive, but not in, like, a... Like, a me-versus-you way. It's more of, like, a me-versus-me type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I love to see people around me do great, but it motivates me to do better when I see people around me do good. So, like... When I first went to North Studios, I didn't know anybody other than the people I went with, so none of them have ever heard me rap before. None of them know like what type of music I make that they don't even really know who I am. So I kind of had to earn my stripes. And like, if you go to Community Tuesdays, you have to be able to take advantage of the opportunity. Like when I first went, my first couple of weeks, it was like, I think Terminology was there, Naji Janey was there, um, G.O.D was there. There was like a bunch of people who like. Rap and like you know what I mean these people obviously have no glass and no milks and you know what I mean so I'm like the I'm a newbie yeah. so I mean none of these people like I gotta make sure I'm taking advantage of the like the opportunity that's in front of me and I just every week we just going every Tuesday if I had a verse laying down sometimes it hits sometimes it doesn't just kept throwing stuff at the wall throwing stuff at the wall until finally they understood like he takes it serious like he's yeah. willing to, he's willing to be a student of the game and just be around the environment and like try and make something out of this and like this is what it came to honestly yeah I mean, that's a, that's a
0: beautiful sentiment i think that that's super important for anybody listening to like you know and it's funny i mean you could easily have gone to one of those community tuesdays with terminology Najee, janey god shout outs to all those guys who are doing yeah, incredible thanks. things but like you could easily have gone there and been like oh wow like i am overwhelmed no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> and uh i am you know. um you you could have easily just been like, hey, you know, this is this is uh, overwhelming, or, or or you could you could have easily just said, you know what, like this is too much, like I I can't, yeah. you know what I mean, like the, you can't compete with possibly can I compete with those types of guys, mm-hmm. right? But I like what you said too about the me versus me sort of element yeah. to it, where it's like you're not trying to be better than any of those guys, but like it's like that iron sharpens iron type, yeah, like scenario. trying to be
1: the best version of myself, and like yeah. I went into it more so like I've been making music at that point with like seven. Like six and a half, seven years, I'm like, I've been doing this long enough to know how to carry myself and how to execute. Like, I know how to rap in front of a lot of people. I know how to perform. I yeah. know how to, you know what I mean? I've been doing it for a while. So, <laughs> I understand a lot of the ins and outs. So, it's not like I felt like I was any worse than these guys or less experienced. I just felt like these people don't know me yet. And I have to show them what I'm capable of doing or what I already know. So, they understand and respect the fact that I'm taking this serious the same way that I go in there. Like, with the respect of them, like, knowing that they have their... They've earned their stripes, you know what I mean? Of course. Like, when you, when you look at those people and you hear those names and you see them, you're like, yeah, they take it serious. Like, yeah. I know those people f- for music. Right. And that's the same way I wanted people to hear Believe and be like, oh, I Believe the artist? Like, yeah. So I was like, go in there, meet these people, build these connections, be a good person, support everybody that
2: I come across, and that's it. Yeah. That's, you don't, yeah. I feel like that's what was exciting about working with him, you know, as far as, like, being, being that... Like he said, he's he's been making music for a while, but you know, getting getting in front of a whole different audience. To me, that's exciting, and, and I love the challenge of like, you know, working with newer acts. Because it's one thing when when you're working with someone established, and you know, people already have the expectations of what's coming. But when you're working with someone new, like what direction is they gonna go to? You know what I'm saying? Like even yeah. with, with with our project too. Like the way that we we uh the way that we went with the sound we was unexpected you know yeah. oh hundred percent so, for both yeah. of you I yeah, was shocked
0: fact. I mean I guess it's a good segue yeah. um but I know i i'm I'm so I'm so glad that you just didn't like see that as intimidating and you just were like you know what yeah. like I'm gonna like continue to do like be uh like you said continue to go every Tuesday and, and throw stuff stuff at the wall and see what sticks like that's that's just what you need to do in any sort of you know I space either. that you're trying yeah. to achieve, right? I mean you yeah. gotta put in that time and effort, but you have to like also put yourself out there and not get you know you know down on yourself if like a certain verse doesn't make a song or whatever right I mean yeah. you're just gonna have and, those and days. we went in we went in
2: with that expectation of like hey i mean we're we're doing this, we're gonna put it out, yeah if people. Like it, they good. Like it if if don't. they don't, they don't. I'm it not, is what it is. I literally you know said,
1: so. I want to put this out to people who like it. Great. The people who don't, I'm not really too worried about those people. No, no. Yeah. Nor should you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just going to execute and build off the people who are resonating with me. Because those people, I already know that. All right, they like what I got. Let me build off that. We find people like them. Totally. And the people who don't, I appreciate you talking <laughs> You know, it's not even like...
0: Yeah, no, you get yeah. yeah, you, yeah, It's a good attitude to have, but overwhelmed and ambitious, guys. So, I want to get into the main lesson, which is obviously what these guys have got going on right now. And the big thing they got going on right now is this project, this album. Um, I, I'm so, two things off it. One, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it, I really, really enjoy the project a lot, but I agree. I've heard, listened to both of your music in the past, and this was a curveball. I you sounded very different than I've heard you before (laughs) especially on that opening shot uh song headshot my god bro that's that that was my favorite song of the whole thing by far so we actually keep getting that I love that song man like (laughs) it is so damn good like it's on my gym playlist it's on pump-up playlists I bump it in the car like you just oh man like it's a dark like you know, that, that beat is just so menacing and then you just come in, you're just like you're just that delivery you have is such a grit to it. I'm I, I love the thing. Uh, thank um, you bro, for it's uh, a great uh, project yeah. for Under back. don't get me wrong, don't stop at headshot. <laughs> but I will say when I was listening to the project for the first time, um, I don't think I got to the second song until about 20 minutes in because I kept replaying Headshot. Nah, that's far. Thank <laughs> but, you for real. So talk to me a little bit more about, the, of course, let's talk to me a little bit more about the process for you guys. So you meet at, obviously, Nowhere, um, the community days, you guys start to build a rapport. You do the Bar Out series that with Melks. Yep. And then who brought up, was like, let's make a project or was it really I, I just super I think we organic? both
2: were kind of on the same page because he, he had mentioned something about, you know, working together a little bit more after the, after yeah. the Bar Out. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm a workaholic, <laughs> so sure. Just give me any excuse to actually get to work, and I mean, that's seriously, <laughs> 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 that that early you.
1: on. But yeah, we did the borrow. The borrow actually is road rage, which is the second
0: right. Yeah. the second yeah. track on the yeah. project.
1: So we did that. And got so really, the feedback being so yeah, great. we got really good feedback on that, and even till this day, I still get people that tell me that's their favorite track. Hmm. So like for me, it's like the two that people tell me they like the most are headshot and road rage. Like you said, don't stop those two. Make it to the end. Um, but Road Rage was made first for the borrow, got really great feedback, and that's why I had reached out to him and said, Yo, what's up? You trying to lock in and get some more? And then once we locked in, the next song that we made was Headshot Which I knew off rip I wanted to make the intro because I just like the energy on it. I was like, I've never done anything like this. No. And it's gonna be a super curveball for everybody and i was like that's all i want to do is just turn heads and be like whoa i didn't expect that out of him and then once we made a headshot it kind of was like started meeting up and- yeah we i don't even think like it just kind of came to it like i was like bro we're doing a project at this point right? like <laughs> it kind of was just like i said a very organic process like he was just throwing beats i would just listen to something till so something hit, Something i'm like oh i like this freestyle a little bit write a little something mm-hmm. record yeah made sure that every session we had, I left with something. You know what I mean? I would never leave without either a hook or a verse or something. So we made the whole project and then we made seven and that was it. We got to mix and master it. Like, oh, and put them with that.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great body of work. I'm I'm so impressed with it. And I, and I love how what you said about making like those leaps for your own artistry and not just like staying true to like in my little bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that and no, like I said when I first heard Headshot I was I was shocked because I had never heard you go over a a beat like that and I mean, I love your production but yeah. I don't think it it reminded me of like a, a like an older like 2000s like southern song. Like it was with the let's go like that mm, raspy yeah. thing. it 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 reminded me of um not like UGK, but um, oh my god, I can't remember the the name now off the top of my head of of the of the group, but um, like young like our little scrappy like that like mm. gr- like that, that like era of music, Tough. um, yeah, it just it reminded me of like that southern yeah, I just those, like, The aggression, yeah, 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 that was
1: I wanted something that when I perform because like like you said going back to what we spoke a little bit about earlier, like having that support system, my shows my support system always shows out, so like I mm-hmm. wanted something that when I perform that these people could yell, and pe- these people could just like build this energy in the building yeah. and people could feed off of that. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, totally. Oh, I that's... can't wait to perform it actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm curious, Mel, so I guess I'll start with you. Like how has work been working with B leave? How has that helped you grow as a producer and, and in what ways has that helped you like, um, become a, a better producer than you were before you started?
2: Um, Honestly, the, the openness that, that, like, how I consider myself a risk taker when it comes to sound and working with him and seeing him operate the same way, that, that I mean, that that's going to make it tough for anyone that I work with because I, I, I really enjoy that, you know? Because um, I feel like as creatives, we're supposed to go into different pockets, not get comfortable into, you know, whatever sound we're working on currently, you know? So... I feel like that's how you build a legacy honestly. Uh, 100%. Like experimenting and trying different things and you know and they may not be something that people understand now but 5, 10, 20 years from now they're going to look back and be like damn he tapped into so many different lanes casually
1: just doing what he does.
0: Well, I think that's so so important these days when everything feels like it's kind of almost I've almost likened music now to like fast fashion where it's just like you go to, like, one of these major stores, like a, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Like, Forever 21, Zara, whatever, and, like, you get a piece of clothing, and it lasts, like, one wash cycle, and you got to throw it out. Like, I feel like, especially music these days, it's become that, where it's like, oh, I got this really hot hot song, it's going to spin for a month, and then I'm on to the next thing, right? And there's no, like, longevity or legacy with that. So I love that that's something you're talking about right now, is, is building that. because that's important i think like that is how you make it long term in this game
1: i agree i feel like oversaturating your is oversaturating your content personally for me i feel like it says something about the creativity not that it says that you lack it like if anything it shows that you have a lot but i feel like for me personally, I told him I wanted to drop this and I wanted to stand on it, bro. And I wanted to be like, yo, this is our project. We're going to pump this for months until whatever is next is next. But we're going to squeeze all the juice out of the lemon because I feel like your value stands there. and People understand that you value the work that you put into whatever project it is. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's a lot easier said than done, you know, because being an artist, it's it costs a good amount of money to make music. Like, It's if, not cheap. If, <laughs> yeah, like if you don't have a good like, if you don't have people funding behind you, like and you're putting it out of your own hard-earned money and you're working and you're paying for that, like, it's hard to put together a project. You know what I mean? To go and record 10 songs and get them all mixed and mastered and go pay for a cover art and then get some music videos and then go to marketing. Like, it's a, it costs a good amount. Of course. So it's like, but in today's world, it's almost like you have to do that with everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly putting out music, boom, 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 and you're not doing all these steps, it's like you're almost doing a disservice to yourself. Like, yeah. I don't know. Everybody has their own opinion about that, but I 100% agree with the whole wash cycle music. How it is? It's like, like look at even Drake. Perfect, perfect conversation that we we had this recently. Drake just dropped his project in October, right? And then he dropped the deluxe version less than a month later. Like, why is that? Drake albums used to be held down for like a year, two years. Now it's like he even he's kind of like damn i gotta stay relevant that's it's it's crazy the industry is is crazy but to each his own you know what i mean i feel like personally we came into it we were like yo we're gonna drop this we're gonna pump this stand on it and we're gonna make sure that people see and value the work that we put into this right here because this is a moment this is a like a it's a body like of art so we're pushing it you know pushing it Mm -hmm. pushing it pushing it
0: totally What's your guys' favorite song? If you on, on the project, I know it's a tough ask. It's like you know choosing your favorite child. But um, if you <laughs> if you had a song on this where you're like, "Nah, this is the one that when I walk away, like I'm proud of this song. Obviously, proud of the whole thing. But like, if there's one you're most proud of.
2: Most proud of? Ooh, go ahead. I'll let you go first. Cause Damn, I... all the pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, um... I'll go first if you want. I don't care. Honestly, I, it's, it's really close between 7 to 6 and Let Him Know. Okay. For me. I like Let Him Know. That's a good one.
1: Uh, yeah, I like Let Him Know.
2: I'm glad we dropped
1: that as a single right. to kind of give and a little I, taste. It's,
2: and it's funny, too, because I remember when we were working on it, he had just finished his first verse. I'm like, no, 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 you have to go on again. You have <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, <laughs> you have nah, to do did. another another verse. Yeah, he was like, you can't end like that. I was like, all <laughs>
1: right, so I wrote another verse, and then we yeah. went from there. Uh... I think my favorite song to listen to is Headshot and my favorite song as far as like that I'm proud of because it really opened a creative door for me. And it kind of like, I don't know, like I'm trying to put the right right words. I feel like it opened up a can of confidence for me. And like it showed that I was confident enough to put out something different. I'd say it was Step Back because Step Back was just the beat was out this world. Right when I heard it, I was like, send me that. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do to it. I don't know how I'm going to go about this, but I'm going to do it because it reminded me of something like Kendrick Lamar where it's just kind of something so out out of the box, something I've never heard before, unorthodox, but it moved me. And I was like, that's what I wanted to do, listen to the beats. If it moved me even a little bit, I was like, keep it. I'm going to embrace this feeling and just build off of that. And that beat, I sat in my car for hours trying to write write to that beat. And it was just, I forced myself to find something to happen. And I was like, I didn't overthink it. I just put together a song was like, yo, this is what I'm doing. I remember when I was recording, you were like, I was like, you like it? You're like, it's different. <laughs> I was like, I was like, facts. But that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted people to hear the song and be like, Whoa, what the hell just happened? That's
2: and that's what I appreciate that's what I was saying that I appreciate about him, you know, will be being willing to take risks like that mm. because I've had that beat for a while and I have a couple of other beats that are kind of very unorthodox. And people don't know how to approach him or, you know, they feel like this is too different, but <laughs> he dived was, right in. I was picking those ones out. Like, yeah. give me that, give me that. You want the weird ones? Yeah, I so wanted the to. The off kilter ones.
1: Yeah, I wanted like, I just wanted to work on stuff that moved me, honestly. Like, I like a lot of different types of music. I'm very inspired by all different types of music. Like, my playlist is crazy. Like, different like i'll listen to i'll go from listening to jay cole to listen to georgia smith to listen to um thames to listen to luke bars to listen to vince staples to smino to listen to actually on the way here i was bumping this ari lennox doja cat song like yo doja cat bodied her verse <laughs> like it's <was laughs> like but like be a uh, shout out to my girl because she puts she puts me onto a lot of like dope female artists because you know sometimes like i'll be honest i don't really go out of my way to be like oh did sabrina claudio drop a new album and then she's the one to be like listen to that project and i love singing and i love stuff like that so i get moved by a lot of stuff like that so hearing different music and making different types of music is like what i really like to do i don't ever want to be like yeah he's known for just this for sure like no my next thing will be completely different and then after that completely different
0: (laughs) so i feel like you just answered the question of like the one I asked earlier about how had how did Melks help you grow? I feel like yeah. that was it. Like yeah, honestly, yeah. stepping outside of your comfort zone and like yeah. being he helped yeah. me
1: open up that can of confidence to be like I'm gonna drop everything that's different because I have even songs in the talk that are like I'm like damn like you know sometimes when you do a rollout I feel like as an artist they want to like if you're about to drop a project and it has a certain quote unquote sound you might drop songs of a similar sound to, or complete right. opposite sound to kind of give people like a little taste of. medicine you know but i feel like a lot of the stuff that i have in the tuck is like one's over here one's over here one's down here one's over there i'm like at this point i'm just like put it out see what (laughs) happens like and i would just put it out and stand on that and market it and do what i got to do i have to even get better in a lot of ways at that but like finding a balance of being what I like what I believe in is like dropping the music and pushing it and really showing people this is what I just put out like check this out mm-hmm. don't just hear it one time and give up on it and think that's it because there's songs that came out five ten years ago that get the right listen to it after some good marketing and they blow up mm-hmm. like I think post Malone like uh, he's a pretty good like example of that like when he had white Iverson like he I'm pretty sure he went on tour if I'm not mistaken don't hold me to this but I from what I know <laughs> He went on tour and just performed just that song, but it was like he dropped that song and stood on it. It was like, this is gonna be the song that's gonna take me to the next level, yeah. and he believed in it and he went hard. And now uh, look,
0: there's a lot of stories like that too. I mean, Russ is another example yeah, of just a, someone that just dropped no. songs week yep. after week after he, week. And
1: That's another and exactly. See, he's a, a pure example of I'm gonna be consistent and drop everything, and I don't really care. I'm just gonna drop music, and then other the people that like like my biggest inspiration j cole who drops and he doesn't drop it again for like two years yeah and i'm like bro come on <laughs> but it's like that's what music's come to where it's like there's so many artists now everybody wants to be an artist not everybody but there's a lot more yeah. people that it's it's a lot more accessible to be an artist nowadays totally. so it oversaturates kind of like the market you know like yeah. there's so many people like saying yo check out my song click that link in bio. So everyone's like, Puh, everybody's telling me that. It's like really kind of hard to establish yourself as a respected art, artist mm-hmm. and like musician and be like, nah, I really do this. I'm not one of these average Joes that's just kind of doing it. Like, nah, like I'm, my feet are in the, I'm not just my feet in the water, I'm swimming. You know? Yeah,
0: I'd rather see people, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. I'd uh, almost rather see artists take their time more too and, and, and I think that that's, I mean, I feel like I, the I, product's
1: I, Personally, the product, yeah. you can hear another product. If you yes. take your time, yes. believe me, your product isn't, you're going to hear another product. But to each his own. If sure. you think that dropping music left or right is is your thing, I respect it because I, I outgrow music that I make. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's normal as well. As a person, sure. you make music in the moment and you kind of embrace a feeling or a moment. You make a record and then you might hear it six months from now and be like, this is never coming out. And then sure. hear it again six months later and be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why did I not put this <laughs> out? It's like... <laughs> that's part of being a creative and it's just like, so I get, I get both sides, but I don't know. There's a market for everybody. There's a market for the, for the people who put out songs every week. And there's a market for the people who put out albums every two years.
0: Mm -hmm. You got to find your market. Absolutely. Yeah. What, uh, so I want to play a song from the project for the people. I want to play like a little clip here for, for the people. Um, Collectively decide which song do you guys think is like the best introduction to this project? Is it uh, is it headshot? Just you, you want to just give them the first one and go it down? Or is there a, a song in between there that you guys feel like is 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 a good uh, introduction to this album for for people to get excited honestly, to listen to it if they haven't? I'm
2: curious to see what you say, but I, I think I what's all gonna say? Well, I definitely think headshot. <laughs> I think headshot. To yeah, me, yeah. yeah. Headshot, to, I mean,
1: headshot's the intro, so I mean, you
0: know, what I mean, it, so, it's my favorite song too. So yeah, I, I'm, sure. I'm cool it's, if you guys want to play that one, I'll totally fits, do that one.
2: It definitely fits, in a sense, like again because of the aggression what yes. the project is about. You yeah. know, so I, I feel like it. that that very. I mean, that's why we picked it as the first one. Yeah, so. for yeah. real.
0: Yeah. Well, without further ado, here is headshot off of Believe and Melk's brand new project, Overwhelmed and Ambitious. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Yeah. One, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah what? three, one, pop up one spot. Yeah, one, one,
2: one, Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Then it's got to get handled. Let's rock. Six two three, pop up one spot. Don't think it's one for the headshot. Which size one family? You better not. When it came too far to let go. When this shit just started, let's go. Impact regardless, sit So Showtime with a ball in the front row. Then it's got to get handled. Let's rock. Six two three, pop up don't think it's slump the head
1: shot Two sides, my fan, we better not it came too far to let go Man, this shit just started, let's go Impact, regardless. call, ten Showtime for the ball, it's a flow I done came to the bottom, all of it started Since I was point guard, baby, big quarterback Don't know how some of y'all called it, but moving forward I'ma need all of that, all of this one And I'ma need all of that one Older remote when the kick come, when it comes to the pros and the big one. Yeah, since day one, I've been one. took a break off, but I'm coming back. Look at that, push in the show, but I'm pushing back. Ain't I love, but I'm used to that. Switch on myself, no excuse for that. Shoot for the stars, they shooting back. Switch up the flow with the booster back. Oh yeah, I got that smoke in my lungs. I got that look on my face. I feel that shit in my soul. I can't look back, though, no way. I got, that smoke
2: I I got that look in my face. I feel that I can
0: look and gotta right, and that was Headshot by Melks and Believe off of their brand new project, Overwhelmed and Ambitious. Out now. Linked in the description, so make sure you check yes, it out. Sir. Not before the podcast is over though. Definitely make sure you stick around. We got plenty more left with these guys. Yeah. Um, I think now is a good time for uh our next segment, which is called Pop Quiz. So in pop quiz, how this works is we're going to ask you both a series of rapid fire questions. Some of them might have to do with music, some maybe not as much. Um, okay. So some of the stuff that maybe I found out about you that you don't think I know. So uh, I'm going to go back and forth. We'll start with you, Melks. let do it. So Melks, um, are you still drinking Red Bull? And if so, what is your favorite flavor?
2: <laughs> I should have stopped. But yes, I'm still drinking Red Bull. <laughs> Regular. The regular? Regular Rambo.
0: Awesome. Believe, um, what is the mission of Tradition Records and its significance to you? Uh,
1: the mission of Tradition Records would be to push quality music and stay true to who you are as, as a person and let that be expressed in the music. Um, definitely, Tradition Records is something that means a lot to me. You know, it's a collaboration of me and my brother, uh, Blessed by Santo, he founded it in, I believe, 2015, if I'm not mistaken. And we collaborated in about 20... Uh, we really we really became, like, teammates in, like, 2017, 2018. And it's been a brotherhood ever since. And that's my, that's, that's my team right there. So, just records, that's the team.
0: I love it. It's um, awesome. Uh, Milks, which seat in a car is the best seat to make a beat?
2: You know, I've actually made beats in all of them, <laughs> everywhere, but the trunk, I'd say the trunk. <laughs> the trunk. Is what the... are you
0: doing in a trunk? Why? How, oh, how did man, that come? It's
2: actually, uh, you know, you get to, to just be one with the earth outside, you get to see this, you know, nature, so... The trunk, yeah.
0: Someone's gonna kidnap this man, and yeah, he's man. gonna think, and they're gonna open up the trunk, and he's just gonna be like, "Hold on, I just got to get the eight oh eights right. <laughs> don't don't gag me yet. I just got to make sure this 808s right. <laughs> Believe. Describe your best memory or highlight game as a basketball player.
1: Uh damn. Going back to the ball days for Baller's life. Um, my favorite basketball game. I'll probably say an AAU game when I played a bunch of kids that I grew up with that'd probably be my favorite game because we were without one of our best players so the offense was really operated through me and I went crazy that game and they hadn't seen me they didn't really knew that I played ball because I played baseball a lot when I knew them and then for them to see me play basketball was kind of like oh I didn't even know you played ball and then for me to go off was kind of like a stamp on it like yeah put some respect on my name you know <laughs> um yeah, i probably say the AAU game. And then there's a varsity basketball game um, against Methuen. It's in one of the cities that's next to Haverhill. Uh, I went off one of these playoff games. It was a while back. I had a crazy pass right down the middle. <laughs> Forget it. But yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> one of those, either an AAU game or one of my high school basketball games. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: The, the high school games are usually like those. Intense, it, it's yeah. Intense, yeah. Those Shots. are like your best memories as, a, sure. as an athlete for sure. I love yeah. as As a former basketball player myself, I could totally relate. Yeah. Um, milks, where's the best spot to get a slice of pizza? I know you're a big pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: used to like Domino's a lot, actually. Really, but Manos is the spot right now. Manos is the spot. Manos. Yeah. Is
0: that that that's so a, that well, near the studio? Yeah. yeah All right. So All right. right big yeah. shout, shout out to, to Manos. Manos. Big yeah, shout for, out to Manos. Yeah, they got good pizza. They I honestly
1: do. They really do.
0: I believe, as a general manager for Choice Fitness, what is the most underrated workout or machine that people don't utilize enough? A lot. <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> in the gym that people don't use enough.
1: Um, I'll be honest. I don't really know if I would really like put a finger on any specific machine. I feel like overall what people lack the most as far as like in the gym is people – don't stretch enough Hmm. um being somebody i work out a lot so it's like you know and i manage a gym so it's like i'm always in the gym and it's like i see people walking all the time and they just right to the weights right to the weights and they have injuries and they wonder why it's like you don't prep your body you don't you don't, you're not taking care of yourself you know i i think preparation is very key for execution so stretching is probably what i say people
0: lack the most definitely that makes sense no i for sure just as you get older, right? You got to stretch, right? No, you have to. Especially I mean, you, you having injuries, right? You, yeah, you Tore yeah. your ACL a couple of times, right? Yep. And I tore yeah. my tore my shoulder. It's like, you, yeah, the stretching bro. is it's immensely important.
1: Super key, bro. Super yeah. key for the longevity is like just being able to be active. That's the like one thing. I was like, you no, know, I don't really care about being huge and ripped. I want to be able to be able to play with my kids when exactly. they're when they're ten and exactly. be able to. Not being good health. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good just health. Be
1: exactly. healthy. Be, just be
0: healthy. That's it. Yoga, people. I'm telling you. Don't knock it <laughs> no. till you try it. Facts. Do not knock it till you try for it. For sure. Mel, no, this is my last question uh, in pop quiz for you. Um, true or false? This is a true or false question. Is your favorite movie Soul Man?
1: <laughs>
2: Soul Man? <laughs> it is not my favorite movie. Um, it is a real movie, though. Look it up. <laughs> I've never heard of it personally. Oh, I heard you
0: like... Do you like the movie at least?
2: I, I, There's some clips of the movie that I showed to a good friend of mine, and uh, he could not <laughs> believe it was real. So, uh, <laughs> yes.
0: Well... Well, every time I've gone to Nowhere Studios, I feel like there's always like obscure movies being played. Uh, yeah. Right? When I'm when I'm walking yep. in, movies I've a- never seen before S-K- or have S-K seen-
2: used to be the king of that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Just the like- most random, yeah, the most random movies playing in the background. Oh yeah,
0: I've 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 seen quite a few movies that I've <laughs> never seen before at Nowhere Studios. That's for sure. For All right, well, that was pop quiz. You guys did pretty well. Oh, nice job. Nice job. We- um, they both get an A. Well done. <laughs> Um back to the main lesson. I wanna to talk to you each, I have one question each for you about specific things you do outside of this project together, like things you do actually individually. So Melk's I'll start with you with Marble Ave, um, which is your uh videography company that you have with Andre and Pito. So I'm really curious, like, for you doubling as a producer and as a videographer, like how do those two worlds come together and and complement each other? Um, and I'm also curious as well, like which comes first for you, is it always the music that comes first or, um, so sometimes you have an idea for a visual or an artist has an idea for, for a visual and then you try to make music to match it. Um, so I'm curious about sort of how these two worlds collide.
2: Well, uh, first of all, just having another, for me, just having another outlet as a creative has been amazing. Um, just being able to paint the picture really, you know, with the, with the music, having the sound bed, but now being able to shoot and direct and, and just putting images together, um, I, I feel like has been amazing, honestly. And just the opportunities it's created for me, actually, to be able to, to shoot music videos as well. It's just put me in certain rooms that I, I wouldn't have been able to, to be in otherwise. So, And then it circling back to the music, so... Um, it, it, but yeah, it always comes down to the music. That that's first and foremost. Um, just being able to, as far as like working with artists, um, it always starts with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the nucleus of it, I feel. Um, and I mean that that really dictates what what the visuals are gonna be at the end of the day. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. That's a, he's a beast of both. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. I've seen them, right? Thank well, you, especially I know yeah. we
0: talked about a little bit earlier with the bar out yep. series. Like, uh, you know, you've done one with Believe and, and Isaac uh, and Groove and Andre. And Andre. Yeah. Yep. um well, How did that? Sort- I'm curious how that started as well. Was that something that was like organic, like much like with Believe, or like was the bar out series just you saying like I really want to actively do more video content, and that was just like something mm-hmm. you like were more purposeful in doing?
2: Well, honestly, it was more about having another outlet to work with with new artists Hmm. you know so because it's one thing just being able to send out the beats and and getting artists to jump on the beats but now being able to to shoot the video for for these you know what i'm saying and and again just creating this series so that it gave me an opportunity to just hear what's coming up hear something Hmm. new and like test the waters really which is what happened with us because that For was real. you know, that was our first first experience working together and that's Tomorrow. how you kinda yeah you get to figure out what the chemistry's like and then okay, let's work on a project. So That's yeah. amazing.
0: I love it. Hey well big shout out to Marble Marble Ave Films. So if you guys uh, team. Need, you need video content, make sure you definitely reach out to these guys, especially if you're an artist. Uh they do some amazing work. Thank, thank. you guys I really appreciated uh, you know, watching you guys even grow that further than than you have. Um, When I first came on to you guys, Um, believe my question for you. um, I know you spend a lot of time giving back to the community of Haverhill, specifically the Boys and Girls Club. You're very Mm -hmm. active there, and uh, so I'm so I'm just curious for you, like what is the sort of um, intention there of giving back to the community and and why do you see that as such an important part of you as a human being and maybe how that potentially overlaps with you as a, an artist and having the platform that you have? Well, the
1: boys and girls club in in specific is some, is a place that I spent a lot of time at growing up. You know what I mean? So it played a big role in my life as far as like who I've become as a person and like who are my influences and like being a kid that's born and raised in the city. Like I have, I was able to take advantage of that outlet and like, you know, make something of myself and, you know, being a kid from the boys club. So I feel like going back and being that I have people that are really close to me that work there and they make it really easy for me and accessible to, you know, be a positive impact and, and be a good role model. And um, I feel like I just, I don't feel like obligated to do it. Like I don't have to do it, but I feel like it's who I am as a person to give back. Um, Like I see the youth and I see like a lot of them need a positive role model somebody there to show them like you don't have to be all that in a bag of chips but if you're at least a bag of chips and you're you're doing what you got to do and you're you're staying there every day and you have people who believe in you like and show you that you should believe in yourself like that will go a long way because i felt growing up i didn't have enough of those influences Mm -hmm. i definitely had them and i was able to be one of the smarter kids to be able to pick those influences out and ride those waves and be like yeah like all right this is what working this is what makes sense but some people don't you know i mean some people don't have that person in their ear telling them like yo you can do it like that doesn't matter what anybody says you can do it so i felt like i feel like it's it's part of my purpose on this like on this earth is to like give back and be a positive impact like in my community and use my platform to give back to other people to inspire other people to be themselves and shoot for the goals and you know Just be positive, honestly. That's really just who I am as a person. If you know me, you know I'm not going to talk to you about anything negative, and I'm only going to embrace the positive things because it's like that's really all I know. That's what works for me, so I want to help other people and do the same thing, especially the youth because shout out the boys' club. Like They've always given me any opportunity, any idea I had or I wanted to do with the kids. Like They let me do it. Like One of my boys is a personal trainer. He trains a lot of pro athletes. He went in there and ran a camp for the kids, and they allowed me to coach the basketball team. They allowed me to come in there and just – be myself and they don't you know they they embrace me for who i am and it's it's helped me impact a lot of kids so that's something that definitely holds a lot of you know holds a lot of weight over here so
0: right no that's incredible and so do you have any sort of long-term goals with like i know we talked about like a little bit off air you would said like you write down a lot of your goals like daily like is there anything yeah. you have for like specifically with the boys and girls club like goals long-term that are like or any kind of community building that you want to do that you maybe you haven't done yet
1: um, I definitely do want to do something as far as like music like put together like a show and put together something where the community people like in my local community can come together and like create uh, something within music you know what I mean because there's, there's artists in my city but there's not an overload of them you know what I sure. mean like I feel sure. like there's like what I've lived in New York for a little bit so I've been around a lot of artists where you'll meet 20 artists in a day and then being in my city there might be 20 artists in total you know what I mean so it's like creating a platform for people to have confidence in making music and being like, I don't have to be the biggest in the world. I can just make music because I love music Mm -hmm. and definitely want to, I, my, my end goal is to one, donate a bunch of money to them so they can do whatever their vision is and push their image because Mm -hmm. what they do already is great. They provide so many, so many opportunities and programs for kids for like close to nothing. So that alone, I, I support that fully, but I would like to have my own program in the long run like an impact program where like kids come together to enforce positive impact and I can be like the the lead like the captain of the team and like we go do things in our community and we embrace the positive impact that's my long term goal um, but with time and effort and everything yeah. that'll fall into place but definitely long term I'd like to have my own program
0: yeah and I just again I appreciate and I wanted I'm, I really wanted to bring this piece up because like in doing my research on you and seeing that you were like somebody that like likes giving back to the community and being a Mm -hmm. part of the boys and girls club and different things like that like you know obviously this this platform that we have here at Turnstable Teachers we want to spread that awareness we want to spread positivity and 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 give back to the community as a teacher myself right but like you know uh you know working with kids constantly but if you don't work with kids every day you know you don't realize the impact you can have on them and also Mm -hmm. like how difficult it can be as well and so like for yourself I mean that's that's huge of you to be able to give back your time Mm -hmm. and and be that positive light that like you know you 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 could be changing a kid's life and not even realize it you
1: know 100 percent feeding off what you said like and having the patience to understand like they might not resonate with what you're saying off rip Mm -hmm. they might not even give two shits about you until they see you 20 times and then they give you the time of day but it's Mm -hmm. like that's what that's what it takes sometimes and i feel like a lot of people We'll see a lot of these young kids, they don't take their advice one time. Oh, you don't wanna listen, so then go ahead. Be, be on your own. You know, it's like damn you give up on them just one time because they didn't listen. It's like being there consistent and showing them like, okay, like even though you don't you ain't hearing me, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna keep telling you the same thing so that way you can't say I didn't tell you.
0: You have to build so, trust. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, in anything, whether yeah, it's yeah, no, hundred percent music or with kids. I think we touched on that too, like trust. Yeah, like you trust know what I mean. Being like, yeah, like really that really factor. goes a
1: long way. And especially with kids and especially kids that you don't know. Like if kids don't know you, like and you're that people are like, oh, listen to this guy. They're like, who are you? Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So it's like building that, like showing them, you know, like like backing up your word and and show like actions speak louder than words type of thing. Hundred percent, and that goes a long way with kids. Hundred so. percent. Yeah, and man, I suppose, I mean, and
0: then, yeah, I'm sure that helps you as a parent as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. being a parent, so which is a great segue. So we have this other segment that we've been uh, trying out. This is actually the second time we've done. it. It's called Pass or Fail. Let's do and, it. And uh, this is going to be Dad Edition because okay. you being a, a new a new father, yeah. we've just welcomed a four month old son, and Melks just finding out that he's going to have a girl. Yep, uh, yeah, which yes, is sir. incredible for Dad for the first time. So we're going to, this is called pass-fail. Okay. And essentially, I'm going to read off of a, a statement, and you guys are going to tell me whether you do it, pass, or if you agree with the statement, you're going to say pass. pass. Or if you don't agree with the statement or you wouldn't do it, you're going to say fail. Fail. Sound okay. good? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, first one, writing an original lullaby for your child.
1: Pass, 100%. I do that every day. <laughs> make little corny tracks but it helps a lot like my my stepdaughter learned her name because i made a corny song
2: and she learned her name and that's how she learned oh, that's awesome it. hell yeah. yeah
0: all right so he already does it pass yeah, yeah, and pass, it and, yeah. and it works so double pass yeah facts. she learned yeah, her yeah no
2: pass definitely uh definitely like, planning on doing that learn to spell her name she definitely knew her name but you know what I mean? yeah
0: Melx is going to make the the dopest like lullaby with it with the with the, with the, with the yeah. 808s bump in it's gonna be it's gonna be great my kids are gonna
2: know what a 808 on un- in key sounds like for <laughs> for <real. laughs> it's like
0: dad that's totally in key uh playing your own music with your newborn or your small children in the car
1: pass 100 percent. you gotta pass. know the vibes <laughs> you gotta know where you you know where you're coming from yeah.
0: no,
2: definitely no pass. pass for sure pass yeah,
0: yeah. yes i love yeah. it um your child pursuing music or let, let them, like like kind of having to pursue music is that a pass or a fail
2: um Choosing or, I guess, like you said, pushing music on them?
0: I would say, are you going to push them to be creatives oh, no. and put in oh, well, music?
2: Oh, well, being creatives, yeah. yeah
0: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but as a form of music.
2: Um, I'd Well, I'd say no. So fail um, only because I'd like to see what kind of taste she would develop, you know, mm-hmm. see what it is that she's gravitating towards. Okay. So
0: I like it.
1: my heart says pass you know my head says fail only because i wouldn't force them my i wouldn't force my kids to be anything that they didn't want to be like i'll heavily influence them and like definitely be that ear like encouraging them to try these things because i'd see the benefit in them but i would never force them to do something that they didn't want to do but i think it's only almost nearly impossible for my kids to not want to get into music because they're already like hooked so
0: yeah that apple doesn't fall far yeah, from the tree. No, Sometimes no, no. we yeah. just had Mo Pope in here, and uh, he brought his daughter, and she was in the, the media room, media or the Yeah, she was drawing or whatever. And I looked, and then I'm like, because he used to be a drawer and a painter as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I, we, after the podcast is done, he's like, oh, "Honey, what are you what are you working on?" And she's showing us it's like this dope friggin' drawing it's, that she has. I'm like, "How old are you again?" It's, just, <laughs> it's yeah, pretty crazy. Oh, crazy. It was wild. Um, corny dad jokes. Pass or fail definitely definitely pass, definitely pass. <laughs> yeah. good you guys any, are, any joke is a pass yeah you guys you guys are in good company I, I do the dad jokes and I'm not even a parent or, or upcoming <laughs> parent so my last question is for you B. Lee I want you to as being a father and you also have a stepdaughter as well um, what's the biggest advice you can give to Melks about being a, a brand new father for the first time
1: <sighs> sheesh um, honestly it's not as hard as people it seem to be honest everybody's gonna have their own opinion mm-hmm. Don't listen to anything that anybody says. Be yourself mm-hmm. and just and just understand that everybody's experience is different. And people say things with good intention, but don't let them.
2: Influence. So, yeah, don't right. let
1: them put their their maybe, I don't want to say insecurities or like you know, like what they think or what might have happened to them. Don't let them put that on you. Like, that, oh, that, because that happened to me, it's going to happen to you. Like, oh, you better get your sleep. Like some kids sleep. Some kids mm-hmm. don't cry that much. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let people put this image in your head. Like, it's got to be so hard. Like, it doesn't have to be hard, you know. But you're somebody who you make the most. Of, you'll make it happen. You know what I mean? So being a make it happen type of person, I don't think you're gonna be like, oh my god, my kid's crying. Like, you're <laughs> be like oh my kid's crying. and That's why I need to figure be figure
2: out the, the yeah how to solve solve the situation. Yeah, yeah.
1: you'll figure it out on your own. But you know, be present, be there, spend time. You know, I mean, time management, be present. That's really all that matters. Like. I really value being with my kids more than anything. And it's because like when you really you'll see, you'll see (laughs) when you start holding a kid and it's yours and you're like, wow. And then you have to go to work and you realize that you only get to spend (laughs) three hours of the day with them. You're like, damn, that three hours is very important. You know, Mm -hmm. if you work a job, like hypothetically speaking, working nine to five. Get up at 6. I'm, not, I'm throwing numbers out there. Get up at 6. Get up. Get ready. Get ready for work. Your whole morning's busy. Out of the house
2: by, what, 7, 30, 8 o'clock? Like, you get an hour in the morning. It, it, it sounds like we're going to have some studio sessions with the kids. from <laughs> Yeah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> i
1: put them in the media room. They still over there. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, definitely. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Be
1: present. Manage your time. And. Just enjoy it Because I can't believe My son's already four months bro. I feel like he was born yesterday Time flies bro, That's wild I didn't realize I knew time went fast I have a very good Understanding of time But It just keeps getting faster Isn't it the, I feel like the more you Are aware of how fast time goes The faster it gets
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's like If they say like Oh point on every red car You start seeing red cars everywhere It's like Once you realize That time is it's like good, Yeah it's a good way yeah. It's like It just keeps going by Faster and faster
0: well, as a kid, right? Because I, I even think about this too. Like, you know, because I still get my summer breaks, quote unquote. Even though uh-huh. I'm, I'm, my summers are now working here. Uh-huh. Um, but like, it's weird because as a kid, you think like summer's so long, right? It's like it's like it feels, the, long. It feels long, and then like nowadays when i get my summer break whatever it that shit flies yeah like it's having that awareness of like like you said like of time of like oh i have eight weeks but eight weeks isn't as long as it's you think it is big, and then it just yeah. goes right yep um no i i think that I think that was very sound advice being present i think is so important just in whatever you're doing but especially with your children like yeah, i think no, that they, yeah, like not enough to, parents aren't present with their kids these days or they you know they're so wrapped up in work or um or whatever it is, right? It's like, I think being present is, you know, so Super important. important, it Super is, especially important. for your kids and showing them that, that you're, you're there. Um, I love that. Well, I just, yeah, I know. I just wanted to make sure I touched upon that. You know, you being a no, father yeah, no, and you no, being a, sure. a new father sense, because no. it's yeah, uh, like
1: life. good dad gang, good dad. <laughs> shout out to her and good dad oh, yeah, gang. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Um, no, I thought that was super important to bring up because, you know, obviously we, we love talking about the music, but that's a very, you know, your families are important yeah, family first, so, for sure. family first, no doubt about it. Well guys, this has been such a great episode. I really appreciate your guys' time and coming down here well, and, and having us. this conversation with me. Appreciate this for sure. Um, this has been a lot of fun and long overdue for sure. I uh, can't let you go quite yet because we have the open response, which is our final question. And that is the dream song scenario. So I'll structure it for you. Melk, since you're a producer, okay, you get three guest features on this song, and one producer if you want to like collaborate with, and that's dead or alive, so they can be any any artist, dead or alive. Believe. Same with you. You get a producer, and you get three artists, three guest features. It's a Believe song, and it's a and it's a Melk song. All right, it's your own individual songs. Any artist, dead or alive, who would be on your dream songs. Uh, I'll give you as much time as you need, depending upon who wants to go first. If they feel like they're ready.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Dave East. Okay. Freddie Gibbs. Pusha T.
0: Ooh, he was ready. And (laughs) and and
2: you know what? (laughs) Damn, bro. And and you know what? If I have to share co-production, it would have to be with um my inspiration, Just Blaze.
1: Oh, that's fire!
2: Just
0: Blaze. I haven't heard a Just Blaze beat. I think in a while. Has he? Is he still?
2: Active? He's he's still active. He's still active. He 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 had this song with
0: joel Santana back in the day, that "The Second Coming" it was called, and I just thought it was like the greatest thing ever. It was like for a Nike commercial, but then they actually dropped it as a legitimate (laughs) prod. And I used to love Just Blaze's beats, bro. He was crazy. Wow, Just Blaze. All right, Just Blaze Melks featuring Dave East, Freddie Gibbs, and Push and push a t Damn, that would be bars. That would be it. Yeah, bars. Bar fest. Yeah. (laughs) Be a lot of rap, a lot of cocaine bars. That's for sure (laughs) on that one. (laughs) Facts.
1: Oh man, damn! You didn't even give me time to think, bro. Um, all right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put some different flavors, different sauces in this bowl. Make this track different. Um, I'd have to go with my biggest inspiration, J. Cole. So definitely, Cole be on the track. Um. My favorite creative at the moment Is probably Smino I, I think yes, Yeah, a He's beast crazy. Like All his music is just like So creative and different It's always inspired me To like do different things So I definitely would want Smino I put Smino on the hook Cole on a verse And then I have one more Yep I want the track too though so.
0: And you also need a producer as well Don't a forget that Don't forget a producer
1: I'll probably go with Monty Booker and him and Smedo We've been getting him a lot. Yeah, they go hand-to-hand, but, like, he's just nasty, bro. Like, his beats are so different, bro. Like, his the way his 808s hit and, like, the the rhythms that he picks, like. Okay, 808s be hitting. Very, bro, like, yeah, like, his rhythm is just, like, it's just different. and I love different. So, I definitely would go Monty Booker, Smiño, Cole, Monty. And then if I had to pick the last artist, um uh, let me think of what i've been listening to lately oh that's a good one but i mean i don't want to settle not to the settling but you know i don't know this this is not, this isn't really crazy cuz like i'm from mass so like this is this is normal to me i think it's I think Luke Bars and Brent Fires are in a fistfight match for the last spot, honestly. <laughs> Fighting it being out. Being that, yeah, I'd want to hear Luke and Smino together, but I'd also want to hear Cole and Brent. I huh. said Brent, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Brent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cole and Brent. I would want to hear Brent on like a bridge. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have
0: both. It's okay. Just, uh, just, I can just, do it, all of them? Just, yeah. crazy, Just don't tell bro. anybody else. Don't tell all right. Yo, Even, even though crazy. this is totally being recorded. So, and yeah, else I'll is, go. So.
1: If I could do that, I'd go Cole Smino, Luke Bars, and Brent Fires on a multi-booker beat. Co-produced by Melks with your boy Believe. <laughs> All right, go. hey, nah, hey I, gonna... I gave you the extra <laughs> artist. You can't now pull <laughs> t- Melks into you this now,
0: too. Itch, He's got off. his own dream song. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I know, it. I know. <laughs> I oh, I love him. it. Well, <laughs> Melks co-production with Just Blaze featuring Freddie Gibbs, Dave East, and Pusha T. And then you Crazy. got B-Leave produced by monty booker featuring j cole brent faez luke bars and smino i think they'd both be smash hits man I we gotta i think they'd be. we fair. gotta manifest this a little
2: bit cover uh both worlds too yeah <laughs> fact, i feel like this two one totally different would be
0: like, while
1: creative and this one would be like barred out like like no pun intended but
0: <laughs> we would need a bar. bar out series like there there would be a i think bar out would would
1: go crazy maybe <laughs> yeah. you'd,
0: you'd be getting the spot the sponsors would be rolling in for something like that right. with those three on it damn crazy. that would be crazy yeah, well, that's
1: a really good question though i don't think i've ever asked that before
0: yeah it's a it's it's, a, it's our favorite question we like to ask at the end of each we like to put our artists on the spot or producers on the spot yeah. and ask them what their dream songs would be you know yeah, hell so, yeah that's definitely dream it's song. um yeah so it's fun well Guys, this has been such a great episode. thank you yeah, guys so facts. much for being here. We yeah, really thank appreciate you, you. Uh, I really, yeah. it real. it really really means a lot um I'm glad we were able to do it uh now that's all that's left is for you guys to just plug away so where can the people find you uh, and uh yeah anything you yeah. anybody you wanna uh, shout out Melk's producer
2: on everything um shout out to nowhere studios no mas free marble ad films entertainment my people john glass s k Andre X, Pito, blessed by Santo. We got to shout him out too. Oh my guy, Um, yeah. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Um, yeah.
2: My artist name is believe B L E A V E. You can find me
1: on all social medias. at believe the impact, you know, me, and my brother milks, we got a project called overwhelming ambitious out now on all streaming platforms. Uh we got a couple of videos out as well. Um, yeah, man, tap into the music. Shout out, Santo. Uh, blessed by Santo on everything. Shout out, Melk. Shout out, Shorefew, Shout out, Blanco. Shout out, Nowhere. Shout out, Turntable Teachers. Everyone. Um, shout out, all my people. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, it's all love. Leave the impact. We here. We I know. love
0: it. I love it. And if you're a fan of Melk's so and believe just coming on to Turntable Teachers for the first time, you can follow us at Turntable Teachers on Instagram and TikTok. Hit up our website, turntableteachers.com, for all the latest episodes, blogs, merch. If you're an artist, podcaster, or content creator, make sure you hit us up at aowastudios.org to book your session or service today. And once again, Believe, Melks, thanks guys so much for being here. It's Appreciate been a lot you. of fun. I'm Mike. That's Believe. That's Melks with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially dismissed. Turn, 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 turn. Take me to the